This is the KOTO Community Radio News for Friday, May 19th. I'm Julia Caulfield. In today's headlines, Don Katz says goodbye to Mountain Munchkins. A day in the life of a miner with Vinton Cole. Listening Club gets in the game. And a mountain weather forecast. Don Katz sits in the toddler room of the Mountain Munchkins Preschool in Mountain Village. I have been with the town of Mountain Village for nine years, um, and I've been in early childhood education for 21. Katz is the director of Mountain Munchkins, but her work in early childhood education started on a personal level. When I became pregnant, I realized that I wanted to know more about child development, and that kind of got me started taking classes, and um, I decided to finish up and get a bachelor's in early childhood education administration. She still remembers her first time stepping into Mountain Munchkins. I remember it vividly, um, walking into a center that has infant, toddlers, and preschools. Aged children was a little overwhelming. I had never worked with infants before, I mean, besides my own, of course. Um, So it was a new and fun challenge for me. Uh, It was exciting, like that first day walking around and and looking at all the children and families that we were able to help and support in the community was pretty awesome. It was a great feeling. Now, after nearly a decade at the preschool, Katz is stepping down to reconnect with that personal level. I am excited to um, spend more time with my own child. Uh, I have two children, but one has already moved away. And I have spent so much time with everybody else's kids that I'm really looking forward to spending some time with mine. But that doesn't mean leaving is easy. Oh, it makes me tear up every time I talk about it. But um, just being with the kids on a daily basis, I just just love um, the hugs and the smiles and the laughter. It's just so special, and honestly, I'm going to miss my coworkers. Our teachers are amazing, and um, just the love and support that they provide for these kiddos is, is just warms my heart. After all, it's the magic and wonder of those teachers and the kiddos that Kat says makes her job so special. I just love the pure innocence of childhood and the magic that comes along with that. Um, there's no judgment, there's no, they haven't formed any of those uh, behaviors yet that we are fighting with as adults in our community now, and it's just so pure. Um, Watching them grow and develop and helping each child get over certain obstacles or getting to the next developmental stage is pretty rewarding. Mountain Munchkins will hold its preschool graduation on May 31st. Kiddos will be heading to kindergarten. Every graduation I look back and I think this is why I do this. Look at how far they've come. This year, for cats, it's a graduation of sorts as well. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. The school year is nearing its end and spring sports are wrapping up. This week on A Day in the Life of a Minor, Telluride High School's Finton Cole brings the latest on minor sports and takes a look at the national leagues as well. Have a listen. This is Finton Cole in your sports update. Boys varsity lacrosse ended their season with a 19-4 loss against Erie. 
the boys finished the season 13-4 and as regional champions for the first time in school history. Congratulations! Boys Junior Varsity Lacrosse ended their season with a 7-1 win against Grand Junction three weeks ago. They finished 9-1-1 overall. Junior Varsity doesn't have playoffs, unfortunately. But if Junior Varsity had regional playoffs, then we would face Crested Butte in the first round. That would have gone easy. Then we would have advanced to the regional championship and defeated Fruita Monument. Girls Varsity Soccer ended their season with a 2-1 loss against the Dawson Mustangs. They put up a good fight, but failed to dethrone the defending champion as Dawson is running for their third straight state championship. The Knicks ended their season with a 96-92 loss against the Miami Heat. The 76ers ended their season with a 112-88 loss against the Boston Celtics. Miami and Boston will play in the NBA's Eastern Conference Final. The Suns ended their season with a 125-100 loss against the Denver Nuggets. The Warriors ended their season with a 122-101 loss against the Los Angeles Lakers. Denver and Los Angeles will be playing in the NBA's Western Conference Final. The Kraken ended their second season with a 2-1 loss against the Stars. The Oilers ended their season with a 4-3 loss against the Knights. Dallas and Vegas will be playing in the NHL's Western Conference Final. That's it for your sports up- Wait, I forgot something. The Maple Leafs ended their season with a 3-2 overtime loss against the Panthers. The Devils ended their season with a 3-2 overtime loss against the Hurricanes. Carolina and Florida will be playing in the NHL's Eastern Conference Final. That's it for your sports updates for this week. I'm Fenton Cole reporting live from Telrad High School and we'll see you next week. This Monday, the Wilkinson Public Library holds its monthly listening club. It's like a book club, but for albums. Charlie Weathers will lead the May Club with his work of choice, Queen's 1980 album, The Game. KOTO News spoke with Weathers about his selection. I honestly, I didn't even buy it. It was on a, re- a recorded tape that somehow I either borrowed or I convinced an older kid to dub for me. And because I loved the second track, which is Dragon Attack. I had, there was this family that with all the kids were older than us and they babysat me and my brother. And I think, I know that one of those kids in the family, I was playing it and I asked him to record it for me. And that, yeah, Bernie Link, I'm pretty sure recorded that for me. And I can I can see the handwriting on the tape in my mind. You know, those old TK or whatever, God knows what it was, but it, it was the, the label and the, the Sharpie, you know, queen the game. Yeah. That second song, Dragon Attack, really hooked me in because it was like this kind of, has this bass groove, but then it turns into this kind of rock, like big guitar solo, but Freddie Mercury does this 
big crescendoing acapella thing and it just it has like three big stages in it And then it grows right into another one, bites the dust. It just kind of, I was like, wow, this is cool. It's completely, uh, what do I want to say, um, relevant to this day. I mean, you, you could go back and have like those other Queen tracks like um, We Are the Champions and all that. But this, you know, Another One Bites the Dust, it's like another song that's like played in like every single hockey arena around the world, you know, or in, in America. I don't know. Um, but yes, the, the relevance and and the the essence of like being a pop rock album, you know, Freddie Mercury is timeless. You know, Brian May's guitar work is timeless, you know, and the, the rhythm sections and all that, it's very, it's, it, it's, it's like Led Zeppelin, but more pop, you know, it just stands the test of time. I've heard two people in my past, like, when it comes on, I'm like, this, love this Queen song. They're like, this is Queen? Definitely a Queen album, which, you know, has this element, the vocal element is not only like groovy and a pop rock voice, but it also has these elements of opera that Freddie Mercury brought into his voice. And it's a rock album, like screaming guitar solos. It's also a kind of a a bit of a an upbeat kind of jazzy pop feel it has these like accessible lyrics it kind of fits into all these little nooks and crannies of people's of um of an open-minded music fan i think it would i think any i think anybody who likes music can appreciate at least a song or two out of this album Charlie Weathers, 
will lead the May Listening Club on The Game on Monday, May 22nd from 6 to 7 p.m. at the Telluride Music Company. More information is available at telluridelibrary.org. Mountain Village's voter registration deadline is coming up. Mountain Village will hold its town council election in June. Those looking to vote must register by Friday, May 26th at 5 p.m. Both Mountain Village residents and non-resident property owners are eligible to vote. To verify voter registration or to register to vote in the upcoming election, go to townofmountainvillage.com election. Ballots will be mailed out to registered voters between June 5th and 12th and should be returned either by mail or in person to Mountain Village Town Hall before 7 p.m. Tuesday, June 27th. On Election Day, polls will be open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. We've heard of Flavor of the Week at an ice cream shop, days honoring things like Star Wars, talking like a pirate, siblings. But what about a weed of the month? This month, San Miguel County is recognizing and encouraging residents to be rid of hoary cress, more commonly known as white top. White top is a pernicious perennial and a robust spreader, reproducing by both seed and spreading roots. Hoary cress flowers from April to June and grows up to two feet tall. It has a head of white flowers clustered at the end of its branches. White top develops up to 4,800 seeds per plant, which can remain viable for up to three years. Often found in pastures, disturbed sites, and rights of way, white top likes moist soil. The weed displaces desirable vegetation, causing loss of agriculture land, boosting insect pest populations, and hurting cattle. The plant is toxic to the animals. San Miguel County is urging all residents to manage hoary cress infestations and do their part to eliminate the pest. Those with questions on noxious weed management can contact San Miguel County weed management expert Julie Kolb at juliek at sanmiguelcountyco.gov. Governor Jared Polis signed a bill this week that supports the practice of agrivoltaics. That's when you combine solar energy generation with agricultural production. Brian Kamenek has been doing that for years as owner and manager of Jack's Solar Garden in Longmont. He helped inform the lawmakers who wrote the bill. It's really helping to get our our state up to speed on, on what's happening with the agrivoltaic world and, and what it would be like for a larger expansion of it in our state. The bill directs state agencies to learn about the technology and provides grant money and tax cuts for agrivoltaic projects around the state. Polis also signed a bill requiring state agencies to study how carbon-rich biochar might be used to plug abandoned oil and gas wells. Governor Polis signed several bills into law this week that target improving education in Colorado. One new law creates an alternative path for teacher certification within the State Department of Education. The bill was designed to address teacher shortages. Another new law focuses on building better math training programs for pre-K through 12th grade educators. Polis also signed a public school finance bill into law that boosts funding per student by over 10%. That will average about $22,000 in additional funding per classroom. 
a lack of affordable housing could be hurting education in Jackson, Wyoming. With home prices at an all-time high, Teton Science Schools is having trouble retaining staff, and students are feeling the effects. KHOL student intern Ella Wallace attends the school's Mountain Academy. She files this report for Rocky Mountain Community Radio. Carrie Keating is an English and history teacher who is wrapping up her first year at the Mountain Academy of Teton Science Schools. I moved to Wyoming for the job at this school. We thought it would be wonderful. She says they thought they would be able to get housing through the school. But they didn't have any available, so it was a bit of a scramble to find housing, and Victor was, affordable's not really the right word, but less expensive than the Jackson side. Keating is one of the many Mountain Academy commuters from Idaho. There are some pros to living over there for sure, but any money we save in rent, we make up for in the cost of the commute every day and the stress. Students, like senior Cameron Cross, make the same hour drive too, but she says she doesn't mind. My parents discovered the school and thought it was a really cool school with a great environment with place-based learning, and that was the driving force that I guess made it worth it to drive the pass every day. But Jax's affordability issues present students with other challenges, like teacher turnover. This year, some students at the Mountain Academy of Teton Science Schools were without a science teacher. A biology instructor left for another job just a couple of months before finals. Senior Grace Regan says it's been difficult for her. It's sort of been that way for as long as I've been at Mountain Academy, and I think it, it provides a challenge in that You know, you can sort of feel like lost with all these new teachers and it can kind of feel like there's a disconnection uh, there. Turnover has plagued Teton Science Schools in recent years. In 2021, the educational nonprofit faced a flood of resignations, citing leadership issues. That was right around the time Sean Kelly took over. He is now the CEO. You have people turn over, you can lose consistency, you can lose uh, stability, you can lose institutional knowledge, and you can start having some fraying at the edges of of an organization if you don't really work hard to retain that that culture. Now, in addition to trying to bolster leadership in the organization, he's faced with tackling Jackson's skyrocketing housing prices. Across the region's private and public schools, dozens of teachers have left in recent years. According to the Jackson Hole News and Guide, Teton County School District faced 66 resignations last year. Our competition is legitimately other communities that are, that are um, I don't want to say just as wild because they're not, but still have great access to the outdoors and still great access, but, but actually can afford to live there, buy a house, and, and plant some roots. Kelly says a lot of teachers want to work for Teton Science Schools, but Jackson's high cost of living makes it too much of a burden. And often, private school teachers don't make as much as in the public system. One of the initiatives that we really need to take very seriously at Mount Academy and at Teton Science Schools is how do we provide housing? Because housing is the major issue uh, facing employees. As Teton Science Schools grapples with how to keep staff, Senior Grace Regan says she's grateful for the teachers who have stayed. There are a few that have been around for a long time. And I think that that has been helpful because that provides sort of a little like support system almost. Officials across Jackson and Teton County are working on the housing issues in the region, but immediate solutions, like more affordable homes, are still years down the line, meaning Teton Science Schools may need to get creative to help keep teachers in classrooms. For KHOL News, I'm Ella Wallace.
The National Weather Service forecast for the western San Juans calls for a 50% chance of showers and thunderstorms tonight, with a low around 40 degrees. Saturday, there's a 100% chance of showers and thunderstorms during the day, tapering off into the evening. The high is in the mid-50s, with a low around 40 degrees. Sunday, expect showers and thunderstorms, with a high near 60 degrees. Saturday night, there's a chance of showers and thunderstorms, with a low around 40 degrees. This has been the news for Friday, May 19th. Thanks for listening. If you have a story idea or a news tip, call the news team at 970-728-3206. And now, a personal commentary. Hi, this is Douglas Tooley on my independently critical campaign for the Mountain Village Town Council. It's May 19th, and we now have quite a full roster of candidates. 11 for four seats with two great incumbent candidates. I'm looking forward to a great debate that will advance the critical issues of housing, the gondola, and the variety of issues raised by the lawsuit against TMVOA, the Town of Mountain Village Owners Association, alleging control of the HOA by Telski in violation of state law. Today, I'd like to take a deeper dive into a smaller issue that reflects on the town as a whole, as well as regional practice at both the town of Telluride and San Miguel County. The issue is the bike path connecting Mountain Village to Lawson Hill, from the base of Lift 4 to Highway 145. Let's start with fellow candidate Frank Henson's section of the trail, an easement on his adjacent properties. You may recall this issue, the town filing suit, publicly alleging threats. Here's Mountain Village resident Eric Robinson diving into the same questions I had. Mayor Benitez and then Town Attorney Paul Weiser response. This is from the September 4th, 2021 emergency meeting. I'm wondering how bad were these threats? Did he threaten violence against people? So my thinking is he must have made some serious threats. I'd like to know if you would be willing to disclose those. Unfortunately, Mr. Robinson, we can't respond to public comment. You're not willing to state what some of the threats were that he made? There was something about blocking off the trails or doing things to them? Mr. Robinson, at this time, our statement is going to simply remain as it has been that uh, we close the trail out of a threat to public safety. Okay. I mean, is this, how dangerous is this guy? I mean, seriously, I mean, if he's that dangerous, we have a right to know. I guess I'll close my statement that I find it uh, unacceptable that we don't know just how bad this guy is. This case has settled appropriately, though we have never seen any proof of the defamatory legal strategies used. Mr. Henson does have strong detractors in the community with alleged misdeeds. In this case, I think Henson will find the impacts on his project much less than he originally thought. Consider also the segment of this trail corridor from Lift 4 to the Jurassic Park Trail, crossing Telski Land, and the golf course. That segment is blocked at the golf course with signs saying, no hiking or biking allowed. There has been no action by Mountain Village on this segment. Finally, consider the segment where the corridor crosses 145, just above Lawson Hill. Mountain Village is proposing for an underpass under 145. This expensive project, now roughly $5 million, is not without merit, but we do have other needs than this relatively lower-use route. This route has also not been properly planned. Oh, and congratulations to Ann Brown for her nomination to the San Miguel County Board of County Commissioners. Opinions broadcast over KOTO are those of the speakers. You are also invited to express your views after the news or on access each weekday at around 4 p.m. If you would like to comment, please contact a staff person here at KOTO. We encourage you to speak out on important public issues.